This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN. The Holotable News Network is you're not even remotely close to around-the-clock Star Wars, Galaxy of Heroes, news, reactions, reviews, theory crafting, and more source. I'm Sir Georges, your host, and today we are joined by my distinguished co-host, Celiac Sarah. Hey, how are you? Good. Good. Welcome. Good to see you again. And we have a special guest with us to talk about mods specifically, Darth JJ. Hey guys, I'm special today. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, it's been great. Got lots of good stuff today to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as always, we'll start our show with the H&N headline news. And today we have mods 60 through 6A to talk about. That's right. Now you can upgrade your special gold top of the line mods all the way to the max of six so they can boost four more times. And then we have the new Grand Arena for next month to talk about. And it's going to be a bounty hunter theme. Let's start with Grand Arena, since that'll be the shorter to discuss of the two headlines. Yeah. So Grand Arena Season 12, Bounty Hunter theme. And they also released the calendar today, which Boba Fett is the login character for next month. Just so, kind of fitting. Yeah. So I'm not sure what kind of bounty hunter stuff to expect because it's coinciding with the release of season two of the Mandalorian, mm -hmm. which comes and on October 30th. Did you see there's a new pack in the store? I did not. What is the new pack? It is it's new. I think it's the old pack. I think it's the old one, but it's back again. It's with grief, Kara and uh, oh. Mando shards. Yeah. Isn't it called, it's called like protectors of the child or something like that. Yes. So you can spend 20 bucks on each of those character packs mm -hmm. for the next 27 days or get the protectors of the child shard pack. Like you mentioned. So Which, yeah. I, I guess it makes sense if Grand Arena 12 is Bounty Hunter themed. But I was thinking maybe we were going to get some more Mandalorian tunes. I think so too. Yeah. Because you don't usually have packs for Grand Arena seasons. That's true. And it's got a 27 day timer. So maybe like two weeks from now. Mm -hmm. they'll give you a reason to buy these buy packs. Yeah. It's there. Or maybe uh, something comes out tomorrow since it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd Don't be great. say that. Interesting. Very interesting. It would make sense for them to release something that everybody wants, like, I don't know, the child. <laughs> yeah. Right after Galactic Legends when you don't have anything. Right? You yeah. don't need a Galactic Legend. You have the child. Everything's fine. <laughs> I don't think the child will be that easy to get. No. No. So, hi, Hollow Table Heroes. In the galaxies underground lurks all manner of unscrupulous individuals willing to do what others might find unthinkable for an extra credit. 
<laughs> Pretty good intro to the GAC season. And let's see, there's some challenges for thermal detonators. New titles you can get are Mercenary for winning a Grand Arena battle using Aura Singh and Boba Fett. Pretty cool title. New title, Hired Gun for winning a Grand Arena battle using Zam Wessel and Django Fett. New hmm. portrait of Grief Karga. I like it. Cool. New title, Reward Seeker for winning a Fleet Arena battle while fielding a combination of four non-capital bounty hunter and empire ships. Weird that they said non-capital bounty hunter, as if we had one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I, huh. I don't think that's a teaser for anything. Could it be that we might get a capital bounty hunter ship? That'd be great. I doubt they'll touch ships before the end of the year. You don't think so? No. They, they neglect ships too much. I mean, if it's anything we need is more capital ships, right? <laughs> oh, or yeah, just more ships. But and and of note is that this is a three v three. really? And yep. they're for some Whoa. reason they're going getting one fleet. One fleet. Well, so now you still got to set eleven. 3v3 teams, but just one fleet team. Even though I don't see why fleet would need to be reduced again. So that means this challenge is going to be a lot harder. Because before, you know, if someone sets an A team, someone mm -hmm. sets a B team. You might get away with using Bosk's Houndstooth and some bounty hunter ships to defeat someone's B team. But you're not going to be able to field four bounty hunter or empire ships versus a separatist droids or a Kenobi negotiator team. I mean, unless you're really devoted to empire. <laughs> How devoted? Well, a really, really good empire team can be a middling negotiator. Then you got to get lucky, though, that you're going against like a mid negotiator right yeah i've seen it done but i don't think it's gonna happen oh man you you make it happen jj you mm -hmm. make it happen and share no. it with us in the discord yes this is your task this is your yeah. mission they they <laughs> they have a they have a feat that is specific like they're basically telling you your whole squad then because if it, if this is 3v3 and you have to use Django Fett, Rex, and Cody. So that's your squad. Mm, for these uh, feats that yeah. require two or three. Yeah. So, so that's e it. Each of the ones that we just mentioned, where you have to use just two bounty hunters together. Yeah. That's two thirds of your squad. Yeah. So, so it's not like, like you can just throw them on a team and have the team carry them. Right. Which is what I would do. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sarah, are you happy about the one fleet? I am happy about the one fleet um, because I don't like having to do two fleets, but I also don't love 3v3. 
I don't either. So, but I did get some really good holds with my Empire on defense and Holdo on defense. Nice. Nice. So I'm disappointed because I was doing great in ships. I know, right? Why? Why? No. <laughs> like, Grand Arena fleet is so pointless because the almost equally competitive uh, A teams of Negotiator and the Separatist team, mm -hmm. you're just going to set one and use the other. There is no struggle of how can I stretch my fleet? How can I... Right, whereas if you have the two fleets on defense, then you have to really right be creative so that's annoying so this is just going to be a snooze fest lame season as usual maybe i'll auto three set three. <laughs> i recently remodded my whole roster so my auto set will be slightly different or you can just focus exclusively on getting these titles using your gear eight Bounty hunters that I know you have. <laughs> yes, they are. You know, I actually was setting my bounty hunter team on defense today in Grand Arena, and I forgot yeah. that I, I had gone in and put all of my mods on my entire roster. Uh, because for those of you who don't know, I sandbag my roster. Um, and... <laughs> No shame. No shame. Uh, so I equipped all of my mods and I was setting my bounty hunters on defense. Spoiler, if you're facing me. Um, and Django was like up higher than he normally is because I never have mods on him. Uh, and it just threw me for a loop. <laughs> Don't attack me for not modding my Django. He's like gear eight. So <laughs> I can't. So many levels of shame. So many levels of shame. I think, actually, I think he might be gear 11 now. That, that could be old news. So I beefed up my bounty hunters back when they made the Galactic Challenges requiring relic, high relic characters. Mm -hmm. I remember you doing that. I want my gear back now that they made it easier <laughs> for everybody. I'm not complaining too hard because I'm, I'm glad that they removed that requirement for the good rewards. But still, now I have Relic 5 Django, Relic 5 Bosk, oh. Relic 3 Zam, Relic 3 Boba, Relic oh. 3 Dengar. So hopefully I can get away with some of these challenges. Yeah, I think, you, I think you'll have a better shot at it than my Gear 9 Django. I just <laughs> double check. And just because I enjoy the new Mandalorian mm -hmm. character so much... I beefed them up to gear 11, even though they're only six star as of this week. So hopefully they can do something during this Grand Arena as well. Mm -hmm. What do yours look like, Darth JJ? Well, I'm a big fan of bounty hunters, but I've never been able to get the time to do them. Mm -hmm. um, so many squirrels. I mean... I don't spend money on the game, really, so I kind of have to, you know, keep my roster trim. Mm -hmm. So most of my bounty hunters are at the gear 11 mark. Um, I have, like, gear 10 aura and, and bow. Uh, but everybody else is gear 11 with boss at relic 3 and 
uh, Boba and Dangar at 12. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. How's your Django? Django is uh, one of the golden guns away from 12. Uh, See? Or he is 12. I can't remember. Uh, I really get your Django work, up, man. I really want to work on him, but uh, I'm currently on the Supreme Leader grind. Mm. Oh, yeah. I guess that's, I guess that's better than getting that's fair. built up. I guess that's worth it. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. That is a fair. But I'm a big fan of Zam Wessel. She is amazing. Yes, I love she her. Is, she's fun. I will say that when I have to use my bounty hunters, she is fun. I love her. And she's got a good lead, too, mm-hmm. when it comes to non-Zeta leads, non-legendary. But she's been eclipsed. Funny thing is, in Grand Arena in 3v3 last time, I was mm-hmm. using uh, Boba with Zam and uh, Greedo and taking out some like B and C teams because they never got like too many turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, lead. Kind of like your video from, uh, you know, the territory. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great, that's great. I like it. Yeah. Back to the Grand Arena. Yeah. You want to win a fleet arena battle, the hard mission we just mentioned with Bounty Hunter and Empire Ships, and the mm-hmm. title you'll get is Reward Seeker. That's a cool title. That one stands out to me. I kind of want that one. So we'll see if I can get it. And then the last notable portrait to get is Django with the rain on his fight on that planet with the long-necked white giraffe people. Yeah, with the cloners. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't Camino, was it? It was Camino. It was Camino. <laughs> so why is Sky- General Skywalker's clash on Camino? It doesn't take place there, does it? I think it's um, from the Clone Wars series and not from the movie. Yeah. Okay. But you're I'm- thinking of the GK, the, the General Kenobi and Django fight. I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember General Skywalker ever going to Camino. Uh, I think he does to like, you know, pick up his training, uh, his recruits. But in the, in the okay. series. Yeah. In the Clone Wars series. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. technically it happens after the General Kenobi discovers the clones. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gee, don't well, I sound smart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your Star yeah. Wars info. It's a refresh. I yeah. call them the cloners, so. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so the, the, source, the source of the clones mm-hmm. portrait can be gotten by defeating six enemy units in Grand Arena with characters who wear Mandalorian armor. Cool. Good luck. Yeah. I like that one. I like that one. Closest we'll ever get to having a Mandalorian tag, probably. Yeah. He's got a good Sabine. (laughs) (laughs) I can can think of a few people who have good Sabines. Yeah, not me. (laughs) Yeah, not me either, but I can think of a few others. Then on to our second headline. With the recent Galactic Legend update, they also added the ability to upgrade your mods past 
the 6e limit mm. so that now the material gotten from collect challenges will let you take them all the way up to 6a yeah and this is our that's no moon big topic of the show is talking about the effect and the way to acquire these upgraded mods JJ, you want to start off the discussion? Yeah. You want to read so, through the the gist of the news with the mods? Yeah. So the um, the the mod update basically is giving you the ability to slice from six E to six A, just like you did for your five dot mods, mm -hmm. but now for your six dot mods. So you've got your best set of mods. Now you can make them even better. And um, I believe that the roles that you can do are the same, but now you get more of them. Uh, so I was trying to tell Sarah that this is great <laughs> news for her, even though she doesn't like mods. I, I was <laughs> so bad at mods. It's terrible. So. But the reason why this is great is because uh, before you used to be um, capped out at the very top, um, at the very top slice. So once you got to 60, you were done. Um, if you had 15 speed on it, you could slice it one more speed to 16 mm -hmm. and it was over and that's as good as you can get. But mm -hmm. the great news is, is now you can roll those secondary stats even more. Mm -hmm. So if you had a good mod that stopped at 16, you can take your chances and see if you can roll it up to 21 or even 28. Mm -hmm. uh, it has a top end speed of 31. Um, but if you had a mod that was just this close to greatness, yeah. now you have what, one, two, three, four more attempts to get it to perfection. Mm -hmm. So it does, yeah. it does cap each secondary stat though at five, right? Like you can't, once it's rolled five times, it's not gonna yes. keep, yes. keep going. Right. So the max times you can roll any secondary is five. And I'm going to talk about why that's a good thing as well. But uh, mm -hmm. you can you can max out your speed at 31. Um, and I looked up some stats. Uh, your sec I'm I'm just talking about secondary stats, by the way. Yeah. Because um, that's the only thing that's really affected. Uh, your critical chance secondary can go up to almost 12 percent, just on one mod. That's pretty insane. Like, I don't know. Um, geo soldier or somebody like that mm -hmm. and then uh your defense percent um i'm not even talking about defense flat because nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> defense percent can go up to almost 20 percent on one single mod wow so if you think about that as a if, secondary if you had perfect defense mods mm -hmm. you would get just from secondaries 120 percent just from the secondaries and then you can add your primaries and then you can add all that stuff. So mm -hmm. um, health percent, you can add up to 10.5% per mod on the secondary, eight and a half percent offense. I mean, that is the That's maximum great. you can get on a square is eight and a half percent on the primary. Now you can get that on any secondary. Mm -hmm. um, potency up to almost 15%, same for protection. So if you think about your new Grandmaster loot, Sarah, which I know you're about to unlock. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so close. He needs a lot of protection. 
you can mm -hmm. slice uh, almost 15% secondary per mod. So that is huge potential. Tenacity, you can get up to almost 15%. And like I said, speed tops out at 31 total. So there's a lot of room for improvement on my mods. And this now gives me the opportunity to do that. And so I am super excited. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize speed topped out at 31. Yeah. Does anyone even have a 31 speed mod? <laughs> Does that exist? I think I saw one on Reddit once. <laughs> Was it Photoshopped? It's a unicorn. It's yeah. A unicorn. <laughs> I mean, I have a 32 ar uh, arrow. Uh, right? Like. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. will say this. So based off of like knowing all of this, right? I had an idea of a mod that I did want to slice. And then I quickly realized that it was a bad idea because oh. it was already. And okay. So I, I will tell you what it is. So you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Initially, I wanted to slice this mod. Um, it's an offense square, so an offense primary. Um, and then I realized that I probably shouldn't slice it but because speed has already rolled on it five times. So it's a 26 speed. Right, mod. right, right. So I was like, maybe I shouldn't um, because it has, although I don't know, maybe. It has protection, 1.95% protection, 2.62% potency, and 2.27% tenacity. And, and what's the last at? 26 speed. 26 speed, okay. So, so, so speed would not roll if I sliced this because it's capped. You, right. you got speed, potency, tenacity, and, and what's the other one? Protection. Protection percent or flat? Percent. I don't think it's worth it. So my, yeah, okay, good. Okay, I'm learning. <laughs> so here are some of the um, key mods that I am kind of looking at doing. Mm -hmm. uh, my diamond and my circle, um, I'm looking at those because what I'm looking for is like the perfect combo. I'm looking for an offense mod Mm -hmm. that has the secondaries of flat offense, offense percent, and speed. And the fourth, the fourth uh, stat doesn't matter as much, but I was hoping for like a percent-based stat, like health protection or something like that. So I found a circle mm -hmm. whose, uh, it's an offense circle with protection, but the main stats on it are offense percent, flat offense, speed, and then health percent. And that was the first one I went after. Or no, I'm sorry, not health percent, potency. That was it. So that was the one I went after. It had already rolled speed three times and it already rolled offense percent three times. So it's already a really good mod. Yeah, that's a good one. So what I was hoping for is I could roll speed two more and then offense percent two more and then it would be almost a perfect mod and what I got was two more rolls of potency. Hmm. So, <laughs> gotcha. That's mods. I mean, we all know this. What yeah. you want is not what you always get. Right. But, but now, go ahead, go ahead, finish your. It still has great value to me, though, because on my Jedi Knight Anakin, I need potency uh, to, to land my buff immunity stuff. 
So now he can be fast, hit hard, and have some potency, and I'm not um, having to give up like an offense cross to get it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was scared when they announced the update to mods because mm-hmm. I don't want the goalpost to be stretched even further for whales to have even more super sped, speeded up or super offense mods. But I think that this update is a win for everybody because it doesn't extend the goalpost. It doesn't make mods more confusing. All it does is give you the opportunity to take your favorite mods and make them even better. Yes. Mm -hmm. Without without making a distant gap between those that wail right away and those that don't. Mm -hmm. Because, like Sarah was just mentioning with her mod that already has rolled perfectly so that it's hit four times for speed increase. There's no need to do that because you can't get a single secondary past five yeah. five levels or whatever. So therefore you don't have to worry about the whales that already have maxed out five times hit speed mods. They can't make them any faster. All this will do is let everybody else try and catch up with the speed game. Because mm-hmm. now you can take your four-time hit speed mods. And if you wanted to take that 6E up to 6A, you've got four more chances to hit that final boost for speed mm-hmm. so that you can match the perfect mod, the perfect speed mod. And with four more chances at 25% chance each time that you'll hit speed, mm-hmm. It's very likely now that you're almost there at the top speed mods that you were just so close. Like each time you you took a gray to green to blue to (laughs) purple and you saw speed, speed, speed. You're like, oh my gosh, is this it? Is this going to be the Holy Grail special max hit? And then tenacity rolls at the end. Yeah, yeah. And then tenacity. (laughs) Yeah. That mod (laughs) now has a great chance of finally getting that last speed you were hoping for. Yeah. That's a big change. I will say too, the other, like the other thing that popped into my head with this was, so I haven't sliced any of my uh, mods yet because I'm super paranoid. I'm going to slice the wrong one. (laughs) Um, But I was like, this is going to highlight like looking exactly what, you were saying JJ about looking for specific secondary stats. Cause like, I'm not necessarily going, if I had the option of slicing a mod that had speed offense, flat offense and potency on it, let's say, or speed, tenacity, defense and protection. I'm probably going to go for the offense one. Right. I mean, I think that uh, the, the real winner here, the way that you win on mods now is being picky before you ever start rolling it to begin with. Uh, because yeah, yeah, if you are rolling now, like it used to be back in the day, you would, you would find a mod, buy a mod, farm a mod, and you would just 
roll it to 12 to see if you got speed. And if you got speed, you kept it. And if you didn't, you trashed it. And then it became, you, you keep it if it hit five speed on the first time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, I think with this new change, it's not just, I see speed, I keep it. It's now gonna be, what's my primary look like? Mm-hmm. How do my secondaries line up? What kind of set is it? Mm-hmm. What kind of character am I gonna put it on? So I think the winner here is gonna be people who were reticent to like throw away mods that were um, like, you know, 15 speed, but it had some good offense and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Those people that kept that in their inventory are going to be the real winners. Mm-hmm. And the people that are going to be the real losers, I think, are the ones that um, are a little bit uh, antsy to get rid of a mod just because it didn't roll speed four times. Right. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm excited because this this is this should be a win for everybody. So I have upgraded just one mod. So I sorted and tried to find my highest speed secondary mm-hmm. that was a, worth it, like a good primary stat. Mm-hmm. I boosted four, three or four times for speed, so I just needed that one more. And so I went with a arrow okay not an arrow a cross mm-hmm. a cross mm-hmm. off offense primary that had like 19 speed secondary or something and it was on my jedi knight revan and i boosted it once and it was first try got me what i wanted with now it's a 26 secondary speed. Man. Now the rest of the rest of the secondaries are pretty lame. Offense, defense percentage, and tenacity, which I don't care about defense or tenacity on an offensive fast mod. Right. But so now because I got what I was looking for, I can ignore that mod. It's a perfect right. speed what I wanted outcome. Yeah, that mod's done forever. Yeah. I mean, unless we get another mods update. (laughs) Yeah. But so I'm happy with the direction they took. I did not foresee this as the next upgrade to mods. And I'm excited to like find the next one. Mm -hmm. Cause I was, you know, when I look at characters, I think, okay, the max that I can really improve a character's speed, if they're already fast and I put speed sets on them, hover around the average of 130 range like that's great mods some characters i could get to 140 and stuff like jedi knight revan plus 140 but now it's possible to get plus 25 for all five of your non-arrow mods plus the 30 speed or 32 speed arrow so that you can have like a plus 160 character Mm-hmm. Without it, without it being crazy, without that being a freak unicorn, wow, you got really lucky. Mm-hmm. And and there are some very special cases where this becomes uh, pretty crucial going forward. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, in light side territory battles, I use a JTR team, mm-hmm. and in order to have your R two modded just right, uh, he's got to be fast, and he's got to have a lot of special crit chance. And special crit chance 
does not come from your mod sets necessarily. It comes from your secondaries. So being right, able right. to roll up your specials, uh, your, your uh, critical chance on secondaries mm -hmm. allows you to get that boost that you need. So yeah. this will make territory battles easier. Uh, it will make your fights in arena probably a little bit quicker with more offense and stuff. Yeah. It's just too bad we don't have a new raid to really, <laughs> really try them out. Um, would you prioritize flat stats or percentage stats? So the rule of thumb that I go by is... <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 while we were on the air, decided to use my remaining 20... <laughs> 20, mark whatever, Matt and upgraded two more mods. Mm -hmm. The first one was at a 22 speed with a tenacity thing on Kenobi and I boosted tenacity. Second one I did, I got speed again. So now I have another that was a four boosted speed, nice. now five. So that mod is done. <laughs> so I'm two out of three. I'm two out of three right now. All right. I'm over. Uh, I'm, I'm also zero because I haven't started. Sorry, so what were you oh, saying, JJ? Yeah. But which, what, what should I prioritize? Because I'm looking at my mods right now, and I don't know. So the rule of thumb I go by when modding a character is, mm -hmm. if it's a gear, let's say, 11 or maybe 12 and below, mm -hmm. it's flat offense, flat defense, flat health. All that stuff is very good. But once you put relics on them, you definitely want percentages because they boost you up much, much more. So when it comes to rolling six dots, mm -hmm. you're not going to put six dots on anything less than gear 12 anyway. Yeah. And you're definitely not going to waste your most precious mods on anything that's not relic. So you're looking for percentages everywhere. Percent okay. protection, percent offense. I mean, it would be good if you had like an offense mod mm -hmm. with offense primary and mm -hmm. then flat offense to go with it that would be good right um but that wouldn't be the first one that i would roll because i would look for offense secondary to roll because remember like i was saying you can get up to eight and a half percent secondary right that's as much you can get on a primary so that's insane um yes please some of that on my mod and <laughs> that's what i would look for so um, easy, easy way to think about it. Look for percentages, hope for percentages, um, and think about what character it's going on, right? Like L3 needs health, so health percentage, mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. Yeah, the when they did the upgrade to six dot mods, where they changed the ratios for, like it wasn't, they all evenly boost percentage wise or flat rate wise. So like looking at the wiki.swaga.help page, how offense percent, the same, the stat from max five dot to just basic six E would improve 202%. Whereas the flat offense would only improve by 10%. Okay. So if you had a 2.8% offense secondary Mm -hmm. Once you took it to six dot, it would now be a seven and a half percent 
secondary. Whereas in improving the 230 flat offense five dot to six dot would only make it a 253 offense. Mm. Yeah. And, this is where it gets complicated for me. Right, right. And, and <laughs> as, as JJ pointed out, now with relics, yeah. before like you had to try and reach the next gear tier, but now with relics, everything's just ingested into the character. Each relic improvement goes straight to becoming a mod improvement. And now character's health and offense with high relic is just increasing dramatically. Mm-hmm. All the flat mod stuff has been left way in the dust. Okay. I mean, Sarah, take for example your Galactic Legend Ray, right? Yeah. So her health that you probably have her at for base mm-hmm. is like 80,000, right? Uh, a secondary roll on health percent is 1% minimum, which would be worth 800 flat. Okay. Right. Okay. The best health flat roll you can get is 540. Right. So, you, okay. So in every aspect, however you're yeah. modding your character, percent yeah. is always going to win out when we're talking the upper level characters. And that's, of course, that's what we're using these mods for because mm-hmm. the relic, ma- the mod material does not come that often. So you're, you're being very picky with it right now. Yeah. Right. Which is why I'm super torn. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to have 6E mods and everyone's going to, I'm going to just <laughs> bide my time. Sip, simple rule of thumb. Yeah. Don't care about flat rates. Simple as that. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's like JJ Only- just mentioned health. Mm-hmm. Looking at my Emperor Palpatine, not Galactic Legend or anything, just normal Palpatine. His special offense, unmodded, is 9,500. So 10% would be 950. Whereas the max secondary of flat offense is 250. Mm -hmm. But the max secondary offense percent is 8.5%. So that right there is three times as much boost from offense percent maxed than the flat offense maxed. Okay. Yeah, it's a difference of like plus 600 flat. Yeah. Or right. plus 550. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, a huge, huge difference. But the, uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, I was, oh yeah. Defense percent is not useless. Right. Like, that's a, I've, I've watched Bulldog's video on defense and it's long and it's really complicated and there's a lot of math and stuff, but <laughs> it'll teach you a lot about modding your characters for defense instead of health. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot to be learned, but I did want to just make the remark, look at you now loving mods. Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> now you're thinking I- about mods. I, I will say, okay, so... If it wasn't for this episode, would you have thought about the mods at all, Sarah? I would, only because I had to remod my roster. 
and I need, but I, I do need more better mods. And I realized this when I was remodding my roster and I couldn't hit specific stats that I was trying to hit, um, particularly on, on my clones for the cam mission. Um, and I was pulling my hair out trying to make the, I, I ran the bot, I ran the Grand Ivory tool four or five times with different variations. Um, and I could not hit those stats that I wanted. And I was like, clearly I have trash mods that I need to replace um, with better mods. So now, but now I'm all paranoid that I'm gonna slice the wrong mods, so. So my advice to someone who wants to maximize this would be to not to throw away your mods but to now start thinking about your mods for the long term, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like your, you know, 12 speed, you know, purple mod mm -hmm. may not be worthless, you know? Even if it doesn't hit speed again mm -hmm. before it goes to gold, it still has possibility of hitting when it goes up to 6A. Right. So what you should be looking for as you kind of tailor your mod roster is you should be looking for those percentages and where it's been rolling and what its primary is and what its set is because you want to match your sets as best as you can. Yeah. You want to match your stats to your sets as best as you can. Mm -hmm. And then you want to get as much speed out of it as you can as well. So if you see a mod that is a, like it's an offense or maybe even a crit damage set and it's got, you know, some pretty good speed, like 10 speed, and it's got some offense percent and some crit chance, maybe some health percent, that would be a great candidate to keep for the long-term so that maybe you can slice it up and it'd be good for someone like uh, Han or Chewy, stuff like that. Okay, okay. I'm yeah. looking for these right now. <laughs> um, an a easy way that I do to look for these is mm -hmm. when you go to look at your mods and you filter it, right? Mm -hmm. I do one thing at a time. So maybe I start on my offense because I'm really focused on offense right now because of all the characters I'm trying to get. Yeah. So I look for my offense sets. And then what I do is I go down into the secondaries and I pick offense percent and offense flat and I sort by that. And then I use the sort feature to sort by highest offense percent or highest speed or whatever. Right. And so I kind of tailor my search for my mods for those and then I'll lock them and then I'll go through the next thing and kind of sort it out that way and then lock them as I go. And then at the end when something's not locked, I look at it and see if it's worth throwing away or keeping or whatever. All right. Yeah. Think, Any closing comments on mods? I think the other thing to keep in mind which Voxen mentioned in the comments, and I, I agree, and I was thinking about this too, is the, the mats that we need to slice them are so rare because we're only getting them on the weekends when we get Galactic <laughs> Challenges because yeah. that's, that's when Galactic Challenges are happening, we've been told. Um, so it makes it even like for me it makes it even more stressful for me to pick it because i know that i'm not necessarily going to be able to you know when that bounty hunter galactic challenge comes back around 
I'm not going to be able to clear all the feats in it, right? So I can't maximize my my income per se of this of these mats. So it makes me a little bit more choosy. Yeah, which is good. Right. No need to rush in. Because in the end, like even with the mods I just boosted, mm -hmm. I'm just boosting three mods in total. It's I don't think I've invested yeah. much. It's not a big deal. Even if I chose three crappy mods and made a mistake, mm -hmm. just three mods that I did it to. I've been so picky about which mods go to 6E. Right. I have about 1,200 of those mats. Oh, um, man. Now that this has come out, I'm probably going to run out of those pretty quickly. Right. Now I don't gonna, have to be so picky. You're going to push right. them over the edge kind of thing. Yeah, because if, if it's even in the middle now, yeah, right, it still has the potential to grow into a, a big boy mod. <laughs> I'm hoping this does increase engagement with mods so that no, everybody's not so scared of wasting resources on poor mods or, you know, hating mod farming just because 99 out of 100 times it's going to turn out to be a crappy gray mod Mm -hmm. It got boosted, and it's not worth doing it all just for that one. Well, I think what's what's even better about this now is you're gonna know if that's a good mod mm -hmm. when you get it, not after you sliced it. So right. you could have a gray mod, and you roll it up to twelve, and it shows all the secondaries. And if all those secondaries are like speed and offense percent and crit chance, boom, you've got a winner already. Right. It's just a matter of slicing it. So I think it's going to help you know what a bad mod is early. Uh, if it's just nothing but flats in there, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Very good point. Very good point. On to the Bantha in the room. Mm -hmm. Where we talk about the annoying, giant, slobbery monster that has been trying to eat us. This week, I... It's not entirely negative, but we can just talk about the effects that Galactic Legends are having on the game mm -hmm. with the introduction of the new two. I would categorize this as Bantha because mm -hmm. I dislike the new Jedi Luke. I, I've heard stuff from mm -hmm. different content creators or different people saying they're pretty much all even. You know, CG tried to say that the new ones will be on par with the old ones? I don't think so. I no. don't think so. So Jedi Luke, for instance, starts off with a two-turn ability block on your whole team. When I'm running my Supreme Leader Kylo, and Supreme Leader Kylo gets a two-turn ability block, mm -hmm. all of my debuff... Dis cleansers, my debuff dispellers get two turn ability block. It's impossible to come back from that. Yeah, it's an instant loss and I can't do anything. Yeah, my Galactic Legend is useless because he has two turns of ability block. He's then getting his cooldowns increased at the same time from General Skywalker on a Jedi squad. And at the same time, I can't kill anybody can't stun anybody because I'm having to target Jedi Master Luke. 
So even when I do get rid of the ability block, all I can do is my stun special on Master Jedi Master Luke for 20 increase in whatever that thing is called, siphon. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not even possible with the full First Order team that I've been running, unless I get a lucky resisted to the ability block. <sighs> I will say from what I've heard, um, and I haven't heard anything really about zombie palps, so I've only really heard about Luke. Um, but I have heard that in Arena, he is wrecking Kylo teams. But I have heard from a few people say they're struggling against Ray teams with him. So with Emperor Palpatine? With no, with Luke. Oh, with Luke. Struggling against Ray. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's too early. I feel like it's just too early to tell. And I also am on board with each galactic legend having a niche, like having their own little area that they excel at. I'm I'm good with that too. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, maybe I can be persuaded otherwise. But each Galactic Legend, the amount of work that goes into them, and with the new ones needing to be on par with the current Galactic Legends, is that they each should be able to, on offense, defeat a defensive team. Yeah. But, you know, some of these team comps, it's nearly impossible like they made the new galactic legends pretty powerful so as not to need or so as to be able to trump the current galactic legends pretty well Mm -hmm. well i have some people in my guild Mm -hmm. that uh, have either spent a lot of money or just hoarded a lot and they have unlocked three now and working on a fourth yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, they're not happy that they can be beaten on defense so easily. Right. Um, I have looked at Jedi Master Luke's kit mm-hmm. and understanding what he does and seeing other people's videos. I am not refreshing Mothma and 3PO Chewy. Mm-hmm. Um, really? You're not impressed with Master Luke? Well, in the leader slot, there, I mean, there was a Reddit post about how his, um, how his ultimate makes no difference. Mm. Um, and I've beaten one personally with my Ray team. Uh, keep in mind, the team that I'm using is the same team I would be using with Grandmaster Luke, just swapping Ray out for him. Okay. That's, right, okay. Um, and then that team, I'm pretty sure, is not going to do well against Sith Eternal Emperor. Um, that character just has so much anti-Jedi stuff. Yeah. Right. It's really bad. Uh, so in terms of Grandmaster Luke and his kid, he's all protection-based. Everything is based on his protection. But his base protection is lower than General Skywalker, for example. And yeah. that's pretty poor and pathetic for a galactic legend tank 
who is designed around his protection. So I think that they, they were trying to be careful not to make him super overpowered with that extra hit based on his percent protection. And they underdid it, that he's mm. underwhelming. Um, Sith Eternal looks just awful on PvP. Like he looks like a pain in the butt, but I've seen Supreme Leader be able to take it out. So what I've, what I've kind of come to the conclusion is if you have one light side and one dark side, it doesn't matter which one, you're mm -hmm. going to be fine. Right. Yeah. That's why I went to Supreme Leader Kylo instead. Well, I'm going all light, so we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that's right. Hopefully that's right. Yeah. Because right now, my Kylo is trash versus Jedi Master. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that I can take my Sith Eternal Emperor to do well versus the Jedi with Jedi Master. But going back to Grand Arena, now I won't feel comfortable setting which one to set because if my opponent has two and they set the wrong one, like they set Jedi Master Luke, but I set Sith Eternal Emperor. Right. Even though I still have a Galactic Legend in my pocket, I won't be able to use it to beat their mm. Master Luke. And that's why I don't set mine on defense. <laughs> <laughs> just, just cheese it, pretty much. Just <laughs> uh, um, I think that what I would like to see is, and I think this will be the case, I would like to see rock, paper, scissors. I'm curious if this is going to make it so that you'll kind of need um, two sets of arena mods almost. Like if you're going to have to, in order to climb, switch between your teams back and forth. Like switch. You know, if you run into a uh, Luke team, you're going to go against it with your Palpatine. And then if the next team you run into is... Palpatine, are you going to switch to Kylo or whichever, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know what I think is best. I, I feel like maybe that would happen. And I think we're going to see um, them doing really well in different areas. And I'm only saying that because I've heard really good things about Luke and territory battles. And that is the only reason why I'm still going after him. <laughs> well, uh, that brings me to another con that I have that I wanted mm -hmm. to mention. Mm -hmm. Hey, JJ, glad, glad you yeah, made it back. Yeah, coming up, I was giving my uh, secret advice. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were getting ready to say something, <laughs> but then you didn't jump in. You were just sitting there looking at us. I was going to say that I don't... <laughs> I don't put my galactic legend on defense. Mm -hmm. I would rather full clear and lose than not full clear. Ah. Good point. Good point. Fair. So, so I was going to say that the next issue I take with the new galactic legends is that even worse than my speculation with their ultimates mm -hmm. is that both of them once they perform their ultimate and they change forms, 
-hmm. they can't use their ultimate again. Like it doesn't done one and done doesn't even allow them to charge it up. So like before when we discussed, you know, when deceive is taken out of eternal emperor's kit, it would charge very slowly Yeah. with Luke. Once everybody becomes a Jedi legend or whatever, Mm -hmm. it would not really be able to charge anymore. There is no even option to that. Like once they change, the ultimate's gone. I dislike that. I'm curious if it carries over between waves. Right. I don't. I think it does. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, it's it's a pretty good thing because you always get to use the special and stuff. Uh, the bad thing is, is that he needs his basic to regain protection. Right. Yeah, yeah. I I like I like being able to have characters last forever. You know, like a survival mode, go through a hundred waves, whatnot, and just keep powering up. That's why I love Supreme Leader Kylo. Mm-hmm. It's because in the raid, it's just constantly powering himself up. Having them just one and done the ultimates, like even with Ray. You know, it's always scary having her, she uses her ultimate and then you're like, oh no, she's charging it up again. She's getting ready to use it again. Same with Kylo. Yeah. You don't have that same fear with these new Galactic Legends. And specifically with Master Luke, who we've talked about a lot, I'm hesitant as to whether in most cases it's even better to use his ultimate because when he's not using his ultimate, and the Jedi get to use the lessons on each other back and forth. They're getting to, when they use that lessons, Mm -hmm. do their basic, I think, plus the 60K true damage or however percent of the Jedi Master Luke's protection. That's a big hit. While also giving that bonus turn meter, Jedi lesson mastery increase and stuff to another ally. Cooling I think down. Armier is the best thing. Right. Yeah. Like I, I'd be happy with Master Luke's team just constantly using lessons back and forth until you wipe out everybody. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that you can't use it again because I feel like it makes you have to think about how you play the team and you can't just play it the same way you played Ray or the same way you played Kylo. Like It's a slight variation, so it's more of like figuring it out, figuring out what is the best strategy. Is that the best strategy if you with Luke to to do that and go back and forth, and then when you get towards the end of the battle, use his ultimate because you know that you're only going to get one shot with it. I I think they designed it that way only for PvP in mind. Right. They didn't think about other phases of the game. Agreed. Agreed. And um, you know, it if it's only PvP oriented, then it's not going to be very useful anywhere else. Right. Which is my main hangup. Because mm-hmm. I like the PVE modes yeah, more too. than the PvP. Yeah. I imagine that Sith Eternal Emperor will be very good in dark side territory battles. Uh, ultimate or not. Yeah. Yeah. Both of you have mentioned how the new Galactic Legends would probably do great in TBs. Mm-hmm. That's not a big selling point to me because I don't see those as 
you know, big trouble areas. I mean, sure, it'd be nice. Like, sure, Jedi Master Luke will be a big increase for that second Jedi squad. Mm-hmm. I think this is part of why I stopped going for him. I don't need him. Right, I, exactly. He, I have Jedi Knight Luke mm-hmm. on my journey to getting him. Mm-hmm. Jedi Knight Luke, I think, is the hands-down best character for the light side TV. As a leader? Yeah. Because of it's that speed amazing. reduction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't see, besides PvP, which I'm not too intrigued with, these new Galactic Legends helping too much my game during all the different game modes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly why I switched and started going Supreme Leader. Because uh, I think he will help me raids PvP because if I have to face the Sith Eternal Emperor, I don't think my raid team's going to do it, but my Supreme Leader team might do it. Yeah. And back when they announced, I think they announced these first before Galactic Challenges. Back yeah. when they announced it, you know, we speculated, okay, maybe these ones will have something that helps them in the new game mode, the new Galactic Challenges. But now we know that's not the case. Galactic Challenges are just a one battle, same battle for seven different tiers mm-hmm. with different variations each time. Does not require you to have a Galactic Legend. Mm-hmm. Even if you did have the Galactic Legend, the rewards aren't worth it to get the Galactic Legend just to beat that one rotating random event using Sith or Jedi. And they still haven't made the, the Galactic Challenge challenging yet. I don't know if you saw, but I posted a video in the Discord about how I took my three-star Gear 8 Admiral Piet into the last <laughs> tier and full cleared it with nobody Gear 12 or better. What? They did, remove, they did remove the, like, hurdle for, like, you need... You need this many at this gear yes um so you could take in and get the fee of whatever i guess um yeah but i took my i took my imperial troopers uh two were at gear 11 piet was like at gear eight Mm -hmm. uh imperial trooper was gear eight and i think i undersized full clear no losses man Uh, yeah because i put the i put the zeta on piet just to do it (laughs) <laughs> good good yeah now, see i i see that as a win i don't see that as a, they need to make it more difficult i see that as a fun use of imperial troopers it was very fun but it was not a challenge uh i shouldn't have won now right. now did you try it with a non-imperial trooper squad no because <laughs> if, if you did it was hard Mm-hmm. Okay, but if you used the Imperial Trooper Squad, if you were able to strategize, use your roster, right? Then with Piet, which I, without Piet, I don't think it would have been easy for anybody. With the new tune and his really fun, increasing potency and offense, whatever that's called, with him it was able to be easy. So it really highlighted his power, which was a lot of fun. 
it was fun. I had a great time doing it, um, but I was kind of trolling CG at that point. Yeah, 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 it's fair. Yeah. I just, I just see the, the Galactic Challenges as a vehicle for, like, for gear and mod. Mod stuff. Mod stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, then now we're all wanting, I think, I know I do, a new meaty mode, mm -hmm. like a new raid. Like a new raid? Because um, you know, with a new raid, that's at least six months of your uh -huh. guild working together mm -hmm. to try and overcome and get high scores, mm -hmm. building your roster, the new Galactic Challenges, and TB as well. Mm -hmm. Here we are a year later, still getting excited about Jedi Master Luke being able to get us that extra step, that extra push into the next tier of light side TV. Mm -hmm. We don't have that with the Galactic Challenges. It's not, it's not a game mode that we're going to be Exciting. working for six months to yeah. accomplish. So I think it's just the fact that it's one and done. Yeah. Like it's one it's a one wave encounter. It's right. just like playing a squad arena battle against a right. you know, computer run team. I right. don't even mind that it's only one wave. It's just that it's it's a weekend, so it's a weekend <laughs> event. It's a couple of days and I can finish it in half an hour. Right. And then I have to wait a week again. So um right. Yeah. So maybe I guess C maybe CG wants us to have a life. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't want that. Uh, so, so what I'm what what I'm understanding though is that Sergi would like a new raid. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's yes. what I'm hearing. For sure. New raid. Yes. Okay. Cool. But at the same time. Mm -hmm. Or a new TB. I enjoy TBs as well. I enjoy new TBs as well. T TB, there's not a new one coming yet. Right. We're, and and we're it might be too early. Away. I'd it's rather too, have a new game mode. It's too early. Yeah, I'd rather have a new game mode. Mm -hmm. But I will say that that 30 minutes mm -hmm. on the weekend mm -hmm. is probably the most fun I have in Star Wars for the week. Really? Yeah. See, I it's just auto it. It's the only new thing where you're trying to strategize how to take the random team versus these random opponents mm -hmm. and uh, figure out how to do it. It's the only new thing we've had in a year. Right. I would settle for new assault battles. No. 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 I love those, no. man. They take forever. No. Oh, Give me a man. sim button. I love those. For those, oh. they decided, okay, now the new challenges, each character needs to have 600 speed, 300,000 health, because we know that that one character in your roster, like Jedi Luke, mm -hmm. Jedi Knight Luke, is going to reduce all their speed, so we can't make it easy if you use him. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't have him, we've got to tune it for people with Jedi Knight Luke so that it's impossible for anybody without him. Mm -hmm. No, that stuff is dumb. It I takes like too it. long. I like the eight waves. Oh. I like little mini bosses on wave four and wave seven or something. But those need, if they mixed galactic challenges with the randomness mm -hmm. of the rotating 
planet modifier, yep. ally modifier, opponent modifier with the assault battles. That might be cool. That's as close to a, a, a solo raid as we'll get. Yeah. yeah, that might be cool. That might be cool. Hmm. Okay, that brings wow. us to our I love you. I, <laughs> our love you, I love you, I know segment. It's easy to get jaded by this game and to just complain about how they put galactic challenges on the weekends. <laughs> but each show we try to talk about things that we've enjoyed over the past week or two of a galaxy of heroes. So I'll start and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the galactic challenges. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed, okay. yeah, on the weekend. I enjoyed getting most of my characters to relicked up for Sith Eternal Emperor. And I also enjoyed, I wasted a lot of crystals and gear doing it. So I probably shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. But I took Mon Mothma and 3PO to gear 11, Grief Karga and Mandalorian to gear 11. Just because I want to use them instead of having to wait another three to six months till they can finally get to gear 12 and get to Relic to use them. Mm -hmm. So that was fun, even though it might have been a waste of resources. All right. I like it. You're probably going to need them if uh, if we get new Mandalorian characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And I plan to pivot to, after I get Eternal Emperor, to mm -hmm. Jedi Master Luke. Mm -hmm. So I'll eventually have to do 3PO and Chewie and Mon Mothma. Yeah. That's fair. JJ, what have you liked? Well, I uh, set a goal for myself to get 60 waves in light side territory battles. Mm -hmm. And I got 61. Nice! And I was super stoked because I beat all of my guild, even the people with multiple galactic legends. Nice. Um, I owe it all to Jedi Knight Luke. I yeah. love that character so much. Um, I reliced my old Ben. He's now at Relic 4 mm -hmm. and on his way to 5. But since I put all that on hold, I'm working on Supreme Leader stuff. Um, and I'm really excited to go after a second Galactic Legend and then two months later, a third. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Sweet. Uh, I really enjoyed that we got a two-star jump in light side territory battles this go around, which is amazing. Huge. Um, yeah, massive, massive. And one of them was like, I did not expect us to gain it because the last run from my notes, we were, it was like a 40 million point jump that we did to get that star. So it was, it was massive that we did it. Um, so we did that. And I beat the cam mission on my first try. So pumped about that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was probably the most stressed I have been in the game. Um, and only because anything that I do that 
uh, I do in the game that is a guild event, so territory wars or territory battles, and I know that it, I can feel like 49 people on my shoulders when I'm doing <laughs> yeah. it. So it was, it was a little stressful when I was, when I was doing it. Um, and I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect at all. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that was fun. Um, now I just have to repeat it every time. Well, because you shared that yeah. video, you had actually 50 yeah. people on your shoulders watching you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, and, and, and my logic behind it was that like I made, I made mistakes. Um, but I thought what was really, what was really good about it is that, and this was not my, this is not my mentality normally. Um, if I were to do it by myself, I was on a Zoom call when I was doing it. And if I were to do it by myself, I would just panic as soon as something went wrong and literally just dump gas on a fire. Um, but I thought it was good that you could hear like what our decision process was when I was doing the battle. Um, and you can kind of like work your way out of a mistake if you make a mistake, um, you know, depending on what the mistake is. So that was, that was fun. It was a good, it was a good learning moment, but I enjoyed it. It was, it, it actually is, um, looking back at it when you, when you think about the mission, it, it is a really cool, intricate mission to do like, like it how is. it works. I was like, Oh, this like makes com complete sense. And you kind of have to wrap your brain around why you want trampled, but you don't want trampled, but you kind of want trampled. Um, yeah. and it, it, which is so weird to think about wanting a debuff, but also not wanting the debuff and figuring out who should have it and who shouldn't have it kind of thing. Yeah. I, I still argue it's too RNG based. So I challenge you to get the cam mm -hmm. shard next time as well. Yeah. Awesome. You can do it twice in a row. Yeah. That's impressive. I will say, so Darth Fade was on the Zoom call with me. He was walking me through it. And his success rate on the cam mission is ridiculously high. Like, it's insanely high. So I'll have to double check with him what it is. But yeah. ever since he's he's been in his guild now for, I don't know, seven months maybe, something like that. And he hasn't lost it since he went there. Okay. Okay. So. Well, I mean, I, I watched it and I was impressed with the levels that you had your characters at. Right. You have some pretty dang good mods. So this was the thing was with, with those mods, those are not my, I mean, maybe they are my best mods. I don't know what, one of the mods it took was from like Jedi Knight guardian. I should probably move it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> should probably move it off of her. Um, but yeah, with those mods, like I was trying to hit specific stats and even with them, I was like, oh, I'm a little, uh, like I couldn't get Rex's speed right. And I couldn't get Cody's damage right. But like, it was like too low and, but it worked. So yeah, I guess that's good. I couldn't hit some of those numbers. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to look at my mods. <laughs> on to the discord corner. Where we answer the fan cues from yous. First question from Voxen. Are Galactic Challenges the biggest flop in the game's history? Uh, 
I'd say no. Because for me, they still bring enjoyment and rewards, especially now that they added the mod slicing stuff, aren't the worst. They're not good, but they're not the worst. I do think they could have expanded it more. I wouldn't call it the biggest flop. I think if they had left it how it was when it initially, when they initially rolled out, it would be more of a flop. 100%. Like, I think even though we're only getting them on weekends, I think it is better. Hopefully we get them more. I, I can't tell you what the actual biggest flop would be. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think now. There was there was some discussion in our Discord server that the biggest flop would be tournaments. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you remember tournaments. Anything that gets uh, discontinued is yeah. definitely a big flop. Um, I was gonna say young Lando. Aw. Yeah. You don't you don't like childish Landino? It's not Sorry, matter what does he do? Yeah, he, it doesn't yeah. matter if you like him or not. I like him. He's I got love a ship. the whole young solo squad but they never followed up never improved them yeah yeah i i would say now that we're thinking about it things that didn't get canceled like tournaments that's definitely got to be the main biggest flop mm -hmm. the biggest flop would be the talzin and wicket oh yes once a month mm -hmm. one battle just for their token their mm -hmm. shards mm-hmm that was so the, big. Yeah. It's a lame, it's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. And they never did another event style like that. No. They, they realized, because they also complained about how much work went into it. Mm -hmm. Like, man, you don't know how, how hard it was to get these trees built and the camera angles for the Ewoks in this fight. Yeah. It's like, well, if you went through all that work, make something better out of it than just something that gives 10 wicket shards. That Make comes it more often. Yeah. 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 Where the timetable was like two and a half years of doing that before yeah. you finally get a seven star. And I remember how excited I was that I finally like got my squad good enough that I could get a w the wicket shards and the talisman shards. And I was like, sweet, I can finally start earning these. And now it just doesn't matter. Yeah, I that guess you're right. That that must be the biggest flop because they admitted it by releasing them to nodes. Right. Yeah, yeah. They put them on nodes, so you don't even need to rely on that. I do them. like those events, though. Yes, don't take them away. Oh yeah, We're yeah. Glad there. We're glad that they're there at CG. <laughs> I want but that shard currency in those zetas. I, I enjoy actually playing through them with different comps just for yeah. fun. Yeah. But you don't ever have to do that again. Yeah. CG. Second question, Darth JJ. Oh, hey, he's you're, here. You're, you're Darth JJ. <laughs> okay, you can I'll, answer this I'll one. Take this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <if you> <laughs> Here's a question from Darth JJ for Darth JJ. No, just joking. Just JJ. What are your most successful light side Geonosis TV teams and how do they do? Same for dark side as well. That's a big question. 
did you guys cover that in your recent special, Sarah? Uh, we touched on it. A little bit. We didn't go crazy in depth in it, but we did. We, we touched on it a little bit. Um, my squad that I've always had success with is the JTR squad. JTR, um, OG, Finn, R2, BB-8, and C-3PO. I do want to try uh, Resistance Hero Finn in there just to swap it out because I've, I've heard good things about putting him in instead. Uh, but I'm scared to mess with my with my juju so to speak <laughs> so and I, I i usually put him with my galactic legend ray yeah i i run two i run two resistance squads in light side you nice so that's been good um i also have been tinkering around with my jedi knight luke but my Jedi Knight Luke is not geared high enough yet because I was focusing so hard on my clones. I had, I did not gear him. So I don't, I did not have success with him only because he's still, I think gear 10 or gear 11. So I think once I do relic him though, that'll be a fun squad. You will not regret it. Yeah. I, I yeah. am going to do it. I just, I wasn't gearing anything else other than my clones. Now I am. Jedi Knight Luke is a fantastic non-galactic legend. Yeah. Yep. So he's in the favorites list. I would say quick blitz through of my teams. Mm -hmm. A JTR squad, like Sarah said, Mm -hmm. must have at least three droids Mm -hmm. just in order to go fast enough, which still it's a crapshoot for me. Because, you know, if the enemy team just gets to take one or two turns, then one or two characters of mine are dead. So I dislike that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not ideal. But, like, does it work every time for you? And do you have to um, Terminator train going before they can take a turn, the enemies? Oh, I go I go first, yeah. It It, it all comes down to, in my opinion it comes down to our two landing exposes uh-huh um obviously you have to be f- the, like the faster team um it's all about and this is why i like having og finn there it's all about turn meter reduction with jtr our two landing exposes um and it's all about stunning you want r2 to stun you want finn to stun you want JTR to control the turn meter. You, it's literally just enemy management. Right. But whenever I come up against a yeah. double B2 squad, I'm mm-hmm. screwed. Because B2 AOE removes all the all buffs. The, the buffs. Yeah. Yeah. I have learned of a way around it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's for another show. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Then I like to use a Jedi Knight Luke squad. You don't even have to have a bunch of great tombs with him. And you don't need everybody to survive the first wave. Because Jedi Knight Luke, with one or two Jedi able to assist, can easily take you up to wave three or four. Yeah. Just because the lead slowing people down the stun, AOE stun, 
He's fantastic. I like running him with Jenna Knight, Anakin, and GK, mm-hmm. pulling them away from a Padme squad since you have so many Jedi missions. Yes. Then Jedi Knight Revan, which needs some help. Mm-hmm. I like the idea from your special of putting General Skywalker with him. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. It gives you another Galactic Republic tune on the team. Then my fourth team is usually uh, clones. Mm-hmm. Clones with either General Skywalker or with Shock. Shock T. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, with my JTR squad, I like to put Vet Han on there since I got Ooh. him built up. Nice. A- AOE ability block yeah. and the stun that you like from OG Finn. Yeah. Stagger, right? And stagger, yeah. But really, it's the AOE ability block, AOE chance for another five exposes. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. He is phenomenal on a JTR squad. Mm-hmm. He's phenomenal. I do not have him built up. And then Dark Side... Palpatine team, a Supreme Leader Kylo team is easy. Mm-hmm. A First Order without Kylo team does just well. See, that's what I really wanted to know about. Who goes on that team? Yes. The, you can beef up your Executioner to where he's almost impossible to die. You really struggle with getting through the defense of the enemies. Like a super beefed up executioner still only is getting like 20k hits on the stupid clone tanks. Yeah. So it'll take forever. It'll take you like 30 minutes to do that one battle. Mm-hmm. But your first order team, just with him, can wreck. Uh, then I like General Grievous. Yeah. There's a lot of good options for Dark Side. Yeah. Tons. I really enjoy like on Dark Side. Um, I've been putting Watt on. I've just yeah. been plugging him in as the fifth on whatever squad that I'm like, oh, I don't have a fifth tune here. I plug him in, and it makes such a difference. I've I've plugged him in with uh, Darth Revan squads, and I've plugged him in with my Treya squad. And um, I actually like plugging him in on my Treya squad more than Darth Revan um, because my Treya squad is not relic. And it just makes it so much easier to carry to the fourth wave as you get further into the territory battles. Um, And it's just so much fun. Nice. Mm -hmm. How are those answers, Joy J? I like them. I do use my resistance hero, Finn, on my JTR team. On your JTR droid team? Mm-hmm. It makes mm-hmm. it work so much better. Mm-hmm. I use Han and Chewie on my Galactic Legend Ray team. Okay. And uh, not yeah. not Vet Han and Vet Chewie, like like no. OG Han. OG and, Han and Chewie. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Hero Poe and the uh, that team Rex. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like on the dark side my Night Sisters a lot. Yeah, um, I yeah. use them too. Relic six Daka makes sure, mm-hmm. like makes it uh, almost a sure thing. 
Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Do you do, uh, who do you use for your leader for Night Sisters? Uh, Towson, of course. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, it's like the DACA, she's so healthy. It's mm -hmm. almost impossible for That's her to great. die. Yeah. That's great, yeah. On to the rank and file, our segment on the movers and shakers in the meta and what to expect next. Mm -hmm. Usually this, this has been stale. Yeah. But now that we've got the New Galactic Legends, It'll be interesting to see. I was going to say, has it has it changed? A little bit. It looks like we don't have enough players with the Galactic Legends to... The new ones. Right. So the strong majority is still evenly split between a ton of Rays and a ton mm -hmm. of Kylos. But we do see a much larger percentage of Jedi Master Luke's than we do Sith Eternal Emperors. Yeah. So there are seven times as many Jedi Master Luke's than Eternal Emperors at one. And I imagine that's because of Piet. Yeah, that would make sense. Because he wasn't farmable until I, I don't know. Although How if you whaled, if you whaled Having I mean, one, one Piet to farm is easier than Mon Mothma and three Piet to farm. True, but he did come out into shipments like two weeks later. Yeah. And like, so my Piet, for instance, and I'm farming him every day, is four out of 65. So he's four stars, four out of 65 shards. And my Chupio is 61 out of 65. So... I mean, it, it was just a, the, the timing of the release. They released Piet yeah. later, so yeah. he went to shipments later, so I, I would imagine that he was come later. farmable later. Granted, my, my Chupio, if you remember, it has a seven-shard lead from my lottery pack, but uh, big, that's big it. Money. I know. I, I really won there. Uh, there's only one Jedi Master Luke in my shard right now. That's it. Everyone else is Ray and Kylo. I'll, I'll say this. The player, the whales in my arena mm -hmm. who have all the Galactic Legends are not running Sith Eternal Emperor. I have not seen a Sith Eternal Emperor in my arena. Neither have I. I've seen one. I haven't bothered to fight him because it's usually in the 12 area. Mm-hmm. So no need to hit him. I could just go around. You can go around him. Right. I don't think he's positioned to be as well mm -hmm. suited as Jedi Master Luke. Mm -hmm. I think he relies more on his ultimate too. Yeah. I do have, so I have one Jedi Master Luke right now in my shard. And the person who has him ha also has Rey and Kylo. And he's running Luke. Yeah, I I hope that maybe Sith Eternal Emperor will improve and be able to come out on top. But also, I didn't mention it before, but what's really annoying mm -hmm. is putting Watt on the team so that he gives the protection tank buff mm -hmm. to Jedi Master Luke. Yeah. To where even with these counters... 
that are supposed to make it easier, you know, with the Sith and Palpatine. They cannot kill a Jedi Master Luke that's constantly getting protection, mm-hmm. removing whatever debuffs they put instantly and putting two turn ability blocks on them. Because right. I did it and it was all five of my characters. I wasn't dying or getting in danger, but I could not kill. I could not do enough damage for the healing of that Jedi Master Luke. Hmm. It was very annoying. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. see. But so we we do see now in the leaderships popping up that we've got a Jedi Knight Revan lead, General Skywalker, Mm -hmm. Jedi Master Luke, Jedi Knight Luke, and Watt at 3%. Jedi Knight Revan lead? Yes. Yes. All right. I fought this. I cannot beat it with my Jedi or my Supreme Leader Kylo. Tried a ton of different variations, wasted tons of crystals. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. It's not pleasant. It's I stupid. I haven't seen it. It's stupid. It just and takes a long time. Mini right. rant again. <laughs> I hate this game. I hate this game. I hate that no. every single light side meta mm-hmm. perfectly blends with whatever tunes came right before it. So Jedi Master Luke, sure. Let's bring in General Luke Skywalker, our General Master General Anakin Skywalker, mm-hmm. who tormented the game for a year, and everybody has it. Relic Seven. Let's just go ahead and make him work perfectly on this squad, just as he worked perfectly on a Galactic Ray squad, even though there was no relation between the two characters. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and take Jedi Knight Revan, who was dominated the game for two year, for two or three years ago. And let's just make him perfect on this squad. But Wait. you could argue that you could argue that with the Titan squads, where you were seeing Thrawn and Kenobi, Thrawn and Kenobi on and a squad. Is- like just- Thrawn gets wiped out by General Skywalker, by Jedi Knight Luke, by mm-hmm. Jedi Master. Luke. I, no, no, no. I totally agree with you. I, I just mean in terms of them not having like synergy together or any True. reason to be on the same team. It's the same idea as like seeing the Titans. But it doesn't translate to Dark Side. Supreme Leader Kylo mm-hmm. can't be used with the Emperor Palpatine meta, the uh, Darth Trigger. Revan meta, Darth Revan meta. Mm-hmm. They don't mix. I don't see the Sith Eternal Emperor mixing well either with those previous metas. Well, wait until Sarah is able to beat Sith Eternal uh, Palpatine with a JTR lead. <laughs> outrunning them with turn meter. Uh, that that would be pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I would not so, be mad. <laughs> yeah, so, so not fair. So <laughs> not fair. When, when the last Galactic Legends came out mm-hmm. and Rey got to pretty much pull three or four Jedi that have already been high relic for every uh, high-end player and just add them to the squad so that it was such little investment for her. Mm-hmm. Whereas for Kylo, you had to build up all these lame Gear 8 First Order to run with Kylo to do nothing besides get extra crits before eventually dying. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So lame. Well, you get to solo the Sith raid, so. Yeah. I take a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I work Still. my butt off to get seven. Yeah. But then you've always got that player who decides to jump in and mm-hmm. auto a team so that two minutes after the raid starts, you might look at the clock and go, oh, raid just started five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But you jump in, somebody's already posted damage. So now you're behind all these other soloers. Oh. Someone decided to just throw a team in and auto it. Man, these are first world problems indeed. <laughs> they are. It is. They are. So frustrating. I only got oh. 168.5 million this time. <laughs> oh man. That's a huge difference. <laughs> I don't even know what I got last time I hit the Sith raid. I can't wait. I am, <laughs> I am so eager to do that. Cool. And then after that Jedi Knight Revan lead is a Jedi Master Luke with Gas, Jedi Knight Luke, Jedi Knight Revan, and Hermit Yoda. Hmm. So as of now, players are choosing based on the data. Luke. Jedi Master Luke at a much greater number than Sith Eternal Emperor. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, let's head to Uncle Owen's Moisture Farm to talk about who and what we are currently farming in game because everyone knows work comes before going to Tashi Station to pick up power converters. What are you farming, JJ? Well, I like I said, I, uh, I'm still farming 3PO Chewie and Mothma and my rebel fighter for the Grandmaster Luke stuff. Um, but I'm putting a pause on refreshing and gearing some of the, like, Leia's at gear 11 with one piece to go. I'm not really uh, worried about her right now. So I shifted my focus to first order, and I took Hux and Sith Trooper to gear 10 today. Whoa. And I have my crew and my kylo and my fox and my trooper at gear 12 5 just waiting for a relic piece and on my way so that i can have a a great dark side team and a you know sith raid solo and all of this stuff nice very nice it was very it's very satisfying to get supreme leader kylo i can't wait it's very satisfying I'm not a big First Order fan or anything, mm-hmm. but I am a fan of just doing massive amounts of damage to a raid. Right. <laughs> right. You don't need to like the team. Just the quarterback. Just the the one big hero, Supreme Leader Kylo. I don't know if you know this, but raid is, uh, Ray is terrible in all raids. <laughs> so bad. Oh, I, I know. Took her, I took her just for fun <laughs> in the deep raid. Mm-hmm. And uh, she died like in phase one. That makes me sad. I mean, makes me happy. Kylo by himself. <laughs> OG. Uh, OG Kylo by himself used to do phase one alone. Yeah. And she can't even do it with a team. So, oh well. Ray ruined everything. Aww. Her grandfather set everything up for her to take her mantle as king of the universe. Mm-hmm. And she just threw it all away. Look. She doesn't want to be told what to do with her life. <laughs> that is very obvious from the first movie. You're not my dad, Palpatine. Yeah. 
Don't tell me what to do in my life. Yeah. So my farm has been ongoing for Sith Eternal Emperor. Mm -hmm. I completed Tarkin's requirements, completed Veers' requirements. So now the only character at Gear 12 that needs to be reliced is Royal Guard. Piet is at 15 out of 85. I will definitely need to adjust my estimated timetable mm-hmm. so that I don't think I'll start getting tickets for Eternal Emperor until a month from now. Didn't we say... I think I said I was going to try to have it ready um, in like two weeks or something. Yeah, I think you said mid-November. I said beginning of December. Yeah, I I, like I I am not seeing it happening anytime soon. Definitely two or three shows away. Just Man. because of how long it takes to farm from a single node yeah. a character. So I'm refreshing the 25s and the 50s each day. I was doing the 100 refreshes, but got burned with too many zero drops from that. That's annoying. Yes. So I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just going to let it, you know. I may be wearing my tinfoil hat, but I think that now that they put Piet on there, you're getting way more of the Poe shards than ever before. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It does seem that way. It does seem that way. But uh, Piet, I'm getting six to seven a day maybe with my refreshes. So I'm estimating three weeks from now is when I'll have him seven star. Which isn't too bad. Yeah. I'll I'll try to have the gear ready by then since everybody else is taken care of. You You could do it. It'd be tight. We'll see. I really wish I could get more of him cheaper. Yeah. But he's already cost me a lot of crystals. Mm-hmm. I am blown all my crystals. Really? So I, I, yeah. I really oh. need to hoard now. I really need to hoard. I've been hoarding. Probably spend. Uh, I have been farming... Chupio Mon Mothma, of course. All of the relic gear, because I burned all of my relic gear on my clones, uh, or relic mats, I should say. Um, So my stash is gone. Uh, And I just finished farming Huts and Red Sith Trooper to seven star. So in the event... I get a concussion and completely forget everything <laughs> that I have been doing in this game and decide that I want to go after Kylo. I can. <laughs> um, do it. Do it. Sarah, I think that by mid-December, I yeah. might be able to start farming tickets for Supreme later. Man. So, I mean, think about that. <laughs> we could race. I yes. will, I'll go for Luke. <laughs> oh, okay. I will be. Yeah. No, um, we can't race for Kylo because if we look at my first order, I have uh, Sith Trooper is gear one. Okay. 
and uh well he's pretty easy for a, a bit yeah okay <laughs> my highest one is gear 10. okay so, well we should definitely race because i'm already like a 10 mile head start. right you've got you've got <laughs> this under control uh, and i'm farming the rebel ship still because i need that apparently at six stars not five stars like i thought it's also a good ship so there's that yeah so i'm not i'm not mad that i'm farming it i am i i just hate i hate refreshing ship nodes and i hate refreshing ship energy it's it's just one of those like things in the back of my mind that I'll, it'll never go away it's a little nuanced but i hate refreshing energy if it's not going to give me guild tickets well i did i did you some math too. on <laughs> i did some math on my farms and mm -hmm. i would get the rebel ship faster than mothma to seven stars really because with mothma you have to go a hundred more shards than you do with the rebel ship yes that is true because you only need to go to six star so i'm not refreshing I, I never was refreshing the rebel ship node right but i was refreshing mothma for a bit mm -hmm. until i decided no it's not worth it right my rebel ship is 19 out of 85 so you should, you should be there long before mothma it'll oh yeah 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 she's like 12 out of 65 or something like that so. yeah so I wouldn't even refresh the node. I would just hit it five times a day. Yeah, totally. And then uh, I do refresh the ship energy, but mostly for gear 12 plus gear. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. Once I run out of the uh, node attempts and ships, I use all of my ship energy for gear 12 plus gear. And Mando. Yes, yes. I, I do those two nodes, the, the ship node and the Mando node, and then yeah. everything else is gear, so... Yeah, that's uh, that's the farm list. That's it. Very nice. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us this week, Darth JJ, and everyone listening. Yeah. It's a pleasure. It was a pleasure having you. And I've learned that percent is better than flat. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Now get to work on those mods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That ought to do it. And until next time, Chewy, we're home.